Hello everyone. Today we'll be talking about 13 September Apple event and the 13 October Apple event. So today we'll be covering the Apple Watches, the iPads, the iPhones and the new services that Apple launched this year. So let's talk tech All right then we'll be starting with the Apple Watch series 6 uh yeah firstly it has a very similar design from to the previous generation apple watches no difference it's kind of an apple thing but it's a good thing because the way apple does it is just like the automotive industry where a lot of tech people don't talk about this but companies design platforms on which products will be based on product platforms are basically uh, a chassis is a platform on which a different model a, a car is based on and the company can use the same chassis to build different models of cars so in a way apple watch is based on the same platform of the of previous years because developing a platform is the most expensive thing for a company so it's based on the same platform it comes in two new colors which is the product red and the navy blue it is quite similar to the same blue color that we'll see on the new iPhones this year which are in a new platform uh and there are a few new features with the watch and that is the watch has a a blood oxygen saturation or the SpO2 sensor built in The next is that they have an S6 chip which is 20% faster than the Series 5 chip. The always on display is 2.5 times brighter than the Series 5 and someone else can set up it for you like a family setup process is also included with new bands and it will be costing 3. Point, sorry, $399. Now let's discuss about it. Firstly, we'll talk about the blood oxygen sensor or SpO2 sensor. Traditionally, SpO2 sensors are used on the tip of your fingers because light can pass through or something, but the reading is the most accurate and 
on your wrist these spo2 sensors are not that accurate even i use a, a smart tracker not an apple watch but these because if the
that's a great thing. Next up, we will talk about the iPads. Apple has launched its new, its first iPad since the iPad Pro, which was launched a couple of years back in 2018. The new iPad Air, which was launched, it is based on the same platform as the iPad Pros. The chassis is kind of the same. And this iPad does have a 10.9 inch display. I don't know why and why not an 11 inch display. But well, that's the thing. It has a new modern iPad design just like the Pros because it's the same platform. But there's no Face ID or Face Unlock.
complete Do try to replicate the MacBook.
now we'll be covering the Apple service side so Apple has finally launched Apple One which is a subscription pack which will <coughs> include all its services bundled in it so you will have so Apple One is a bundle of service which will have iCloud, Apple Music, Apple Arcade, Apple Fitness Plus and Apple News Plus. This is just a way for Apple to make more cash because these days people are not upgrading their phones as they used to do in the past. Probably like three to five years back people would upgrade their product devices every year or once in two years but now people are keeping their devices for longer due to different reasons <clears throat> maybe because people don't find a
segment of September 15th event the Apple iPad iPhone event next we'll move on to the, the October event after shop music alright so now we'll talk about the October 13th event where they launched the new iPhones and let's do something a little different alright so the pre-order was opened for the Pro Max and the mini version on Friday and the devices have started shipping from the same day so many people have already started receiving the Pro 12 Pro Max variant and the iPhone mini so let's jump to it right away starting with the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro Max because the the Pro versions are kind of a little bit confusing and also I'll be comparing the iPhone 12 Pro with the normal 12 just the very ordinary 12 I'm sorry for that notification bell but anyways the 12 Pro Max is a bigger phone it has a 6.7 inch OLED display what they call it as Super Retina XDR display it's just an AMOLED display and the 12 Pro has a 6.1 OLED both are all the phones that are launched this year all the 12s are 5G compatible phones only the US variants are millimeter wave compatible so you will find a small cutout on the sides of the device on the side of the device you'll find a weird cutout portion you'll only find it in some particular markets not everywhere the sad part is well, it's not the it's not a sad part, but you know, if you have never experienced 120 hertz, it's gonna be fine. If you're not experienced 90 hertz or 120 hertz, it's fine. But it's like it's just a small plus point. This is a 60 fps screen, but it's good for 60 fps. The biggest difference see moreover all the specs are the same except for a few number one is the battery the second one is the camera and the third one is the size there so if you are someone and also the size of the display is a little bigger where you have a 6.1 in the pro and 6.7 in the Pro Max 
Uh, Alright, so first we'll talk about the dimensions. The phone's height is 5.78 inches, whereas the Pro Max is 6.33, the width is 2.82 mil inches or 71.5 millimeters, and the width is 3.07 inches. The depth or the thickness of the phone is 0 0.29 inches and this and it's the same for the Pro Max variant now here here the weight aspect the ordinary Pro is 189 grams compared to today's Android phone standards it is a light a really light phone and the Pro Max is 228 grams. I think it is on par with the Mi Redmi phone. Phone, but iPhones are expected to have a better weight balance. The chipset is the same. Now let's come to the differences. The differences come in the camera. It has an ultra-wide camera, which is the same on both. The wide-angle lens is the same on the on both. It has the same aperture, at least, which is 2.4 and 1.6 respectively. But the telephoto lens is different. On the 12 Pro, it has a 2 f 2.0 aperture and the telephoto on the Pro Max is 2.2 both have deep fusion and Apple Pro Raw and all other things now here comes the difference again the dual the image stabilization system on both the phones are different so on the 12 Pro it has a dual optical image stabilization is the same technology you find in pretty much all the phones in the market where the lens will move around where the lens will move around as the film will shake in order to cut off the 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 shakiness of the image yeah I think is that the right word yeah anyways and the Pro Max has a sensor shift optical image stabilization so the sensor will actually move just like the optical image stabilization system but instead of the lens the sensor the light sensor will move and apparently according to Apple it is a better system we will have to see that but you know Apple has a reputation for not making false claims the optical zoom on the Pro Max is 2.5 times whereas on Pro it's just two times uh, optical zoom out is two times on both 
optical zoom range is four times whereas five times on the pro max variant i think i'm getting too much into detail but you know the devil lies into in the detail uh yeah and both support smart hdr okay the video is 4K video recording at 24 frames, 30 frames and 60 frames, 1080p at 30 frames and 60 frames. It's about Dolby Atmos. Yeah, it has the same technology even for video. Only added the sensor shift, a different lens, and a different spec on the zoom on the optical zoom technology digital zoom on the pro is six times and the pro max is seven times both the phones support slow mode night mode time lapse okay the front cameras are also the same so there's nothing much if you want the bigger phone the better camera and the larger battery there you have it you have you can move to towards buying the iPhone 12 Pro Max whereas oh I think people who travel a lot and need a larger battery can go for the 12 Pro Max because it does have a bigger battery apparently and because and that's why the films are the phone is a bit heavier than the other one because stainless steel is a very light material and increasing a few millimeters will not do any harm it's heavier than aluminium though yeah so now the pro variants let's talk about the colors yeah all right so there is a blue color which is called the pacific blue it's a navy blue with a matte shade on it yeah it's a matte navy blue basically sort of matte navy blue there is a gold color which is called gold uh, it has a very champagneish, champagne color. Then there's graphite, which is the gray iPhone, and then there is white. I, I think white has a sense of elegance to it, and Apple missing out on black variant. Apple should have given a black iPhone Pro as well, but it's, but that's okay. Now we will talk about the 12, the iPhone 12s. Okay, so the iPhones this year have come with a new platform. That's why the new design. Now I've explained about platforms in the previous segment. The iPhones are based on a new platform this year 
with with the chassis. Oh, hang on. and glass and and
accessories. All right, so now we'll be talking about MagSafe. And talking about MagSafe, the Apple boxes are smaller now. They're gonna be really smaller than before. Apparently, Apple says 40% smaller, I guess. I'm not sure about that number, but all right. Because the major reason is there will be no charging brick. But I didn't think the charging brick really mattered because the charging brick was already really, really small and you did not need the big box to fit a charging brick. Let's find out why they did that because the reason is MagSafe. I really don't think that Apple Apple did present it as an environmental-ish thing, but I really think it was to showcase their MagSafe because now they want to because Apple want to go wireless and promote a different technology of charging. It has the cable, of course, but now moving to MagSafe, MagSafe has magnets, round-shaped magnets that will connect on the back of your phone. Well, I'm not sure about the durability concerns because they might form lines on your, might form a round shape behind your device. Kind of makes me uncomfortable. So I would suggest you guys would get a case from anywhere you like. Apple has introduced MagSafe MagSafe compatible cases with magnets behind them as well. But I think I think if you use any any case MagSafe would work. Maybe not that 15 watt or 20 watt charging, but it will work. Next is that they have come up with many other accessories like a wallet and clutches but it has by now since it's been almost a month that the new Apple devices have have come out and these MagSafe accessories have been available in the market I think it is a concern because MagSafe magnets are not very strong. On top of that, I've noticed something on the Apple Store, Apple's website, is that Belkin CarVent Mount Pro with MagSafe. Dude, how are you gonna gonna mount a weak magnet in a car? This is something. I think more than anyone I'll be interested to see. But we'll have to wait for it. We'll have to wait for it. Right. Uh yeah. So all the Apple devices this year are compatible to five G new chipset also they have introduced new cameras maybe in one device but that's good enough they've introduced the HomePod mini 
a new design, a new price, some lighting, and it's Siri compatible for sure. They can understand more words because Siri has improved over the years. Uh, a new price, it just cost $99. Yeah, $99. No sense to it for the first time. I think. Yeah, so that's it for this episode. Don't forget to follow or download if you like this episode because that's how we get paid on this platform. We get paid on the basis of downloads. Follow me on Instagram at Let Talk Tech. The same goes on Twitter. Let Talk Tech 6. And that's it from us. As I'm signing out. This is your host. Wait. Oh, by the way, this is your host, Fernax, signing out.